Hey y'all, welcome to my podcast. My name is Angelica and today I will be discussing the topic of um, exposing the narcissist. Okay, um, I don't take this topic lightly, um, so I'll, I'm going to lay down a foundation and I just ask that, you know, this is um, a judgment-free zone. I will not tolerate any kind of abuse or any kind of negativity. I will block you and I will spiritually block you, okay? I do understand that this, um, as I go forth, I will be sharing the characteristics of a narcissist from a biblical perspective, um, spiritual aspect of it, spiritual warfare, all that stuff. I do understand that not everybody is a believer, um, and I do respect that i welcome everybody everybody's welcome at my table okay this is simply just my podcast my story and i'm just going forth now to share the story of how god literally brought me back to life okay because life after a narcissist when i tell you that the narcissist is there to steal kill and destroy your mind your body your spirit aka um also known as destiny killers that's their main goal Okay, but because of God and, and only God, I am safe, set free, and delivered. And now I am going forth with my testimony. So again, please be respectful. Um, and I do understand that this stuff is, um, they're touchy topics. A lot of us that are just coming out of a narcissistic abuse um, relationship, there's a lot of healing and stuff that um, that we have to go through, you know. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Again, this is just the topic right now of exposing the narcissist. I'm just going to go through and kind of list um, the characteristics of a narcissist so um, and then later on I will be discussing you know like my testimony and what happened with me this is just again laying the foundation of a characteristics of a narcissist now listen you have to realize that um, we are in a war okay um, a spiritual war after your soul after your destiny if you got breath in your body god has a plan for you okay and the enemy knows that the enemy strictly is there to steal kill and destroy and um, listen, I'm not trying to say that there is no hope for the narcissist. But when I tell you most of them, God will turn them over to a retrobate mind. Again, I'm going to go over the spiritual aspect and the principalities and the demonic spirits in them. Okay, that, um, that has them bound. And unfortunately, um, when you're one of the um, spirits that you're up against is Jezebel. Jezebel in the Bible, it can, it can, it's a spirit that can operate a man or woman. Okay, it's not just a specific sex, um, and not only is it a spirit, it is a principality. So usually, um, this isn't a lot of bloodlines. This is a lot. Have you ever heard like generational curses and you know? But there is another, there is another thing that's called generational blessing. You know? Have you ever heard that you are that generational curse breaker? Yep, you. <laughs> so um, a lot of times when you are called that generational curse breaker and you know bloodline breaker and stuff, you end up dealing with a Jezebel spirit, and it's it wants to silence your voice. It wants everything that that they don't have, they want it. So. If you have been targeted by a narcissist, let me just tell you, you are a warrior and there is so much inside of you. Literally, when I, when I tell you that the kingdom of heaven is inside of you, you have so much inside of you and this is why you have been targeted. So you, you, you've been targeted not because you're weak, okay? Actually, the opposite. And now when you're dealing with Jezebel, um, listen, the first, one of the things that um, <laughs> they refuse to admit... Um, that they're wrong okay they will they, they, they refuse to that one thing that they they cannot do is look within now this is the jezebel spirit specifically but this is with the narcissist as well when you're dealing with the narcissist you're dealing with a whole bunch of demonic spirits but I'll, again this is characteristics of jezebel slash the narcissist okay so number one is that they refuse to omit guilt um and or no they refuse to admit that they're wrong unless Unless they are trying to gain favor, okay? They're the professional con artists. So they will maybe say, oh, I'm wrong, but it's just to um, twist things. It's just to gain favor or something. They really are, they're heartfelt. They're not heartfelt and it's not pure when they, again, they refuse to admit they're wrong. They are always thinking that they are above everybody else, that they are always right, that they know it all, Okay. Another thing is, is that they take credit for everything. Like, I mean, you two could be like discussing something and, you know, you come up with an idea and then they turn around and all of a sudden they're posting on social media like they came up with the idea and taking all the credit. And then even if you call them out, I'll tell you one thing, <laughs> they hate to be called out. If you ever go up against them in any way, you just became their worst enemy. Now, if you are on their side and you're constantly praising them and stuff like that, um, then <laughs> you're not really an enemy, okay? 
but regardless, they are still there to steal, kill, and destroy. Um, so another thing, they again, like I said, they take credit for everything. They will never give credit where credit is due. Um, Jezebel is very, very prideful, okay? Another thing is, is it uses people to accomplish its agenda. Again, the agenda is to steal, kill, and destroy. That is um, anything, a spiritual death, a natural death, whatever it may be, or all of it. The ultimate plan is to destroy you, okay? Um, so... But they use people to accomplish their agenda. Um, I like to say like this. See, they're they're very cunning and sneaky. Okay, so they will. There's actually a term called flying monkeys. They will use. Um, see, they study you too. Narcissists are very sometimes patient, especially the covert. Covert. Um, if you look up the definition of that, it means hidden. So they will use. Um, they will use flying monkeys to do their dirty work. They will like sow seeds of discord and and just like in a sneaky way go up to one person, drop a seed. You know, like that telephone game. You know, back when you were little, you used to play. You whisper something in someone's ear, and the next person goes to the next person. Next person goes to the next person, and by the time it gets to the, like the fifth person, it's a completely distorted mess and that it causes confusion all this stuff that's that's the narcissist goal is to cause confusion and to have other people do their dirty work so when something happens um they're not the one to blame but they're going to blame everybody else right that's another thing is that they blame shift again they cannot look within they always think it's somebody else's fault all the time okay um another thing that they do um is they withhold information <laughs> in a sneaky way it's almost like like dangling the bait like i know something you don't know you know what i'm saying it's like a, a childish kind of uh, mentality but they withhold information because it's a sense of control um that it's something that you want and they they know the answer to it or they have it and they know that you want it so they'll dangle it in front of you it's basically like you know what i'm saying like you got to do this to get this again it's childish it's immature it's just just how they operate okay again it's a sense of power and control Another thing is they um they talk in um they talk in confusion. So it's like not even so much that you brought up something as confrontation, but you'll just be having a conversation. All of a sudden you'll be like you're talking with them and then you're confused. You're like, "Wait, was this the topic that we started talking about? Like I, I thought we were talking about it will cause so much confusion and and it like you never get to the bottom of something you never get to a solution it literally talks in circles confusion now another thing is with this the confusion and the seeds of discord it also works with the principality leviathan leviathan is a wicked wicked principality it is one of the only principalities that you cannot fight on your own you literally need god to divinely intervene on your behalf okay leviathan is pride it's literally rooted in pride it, it comes with a seven deadly sins so usually when you're with jezebel it's uh it's tied with Leviathan. So then you got the, the twisting of your words, the twisting of, of everything. And then it causes confusion. And then it just, and then it causes chaos, dysfunction. And as I always say, is like dysfunction distorts your discernment. So again, they will always talk in confusion. It's a, it's a way of domination and control. I call it undiscovered and unexposed. Okay. Um, and then another thing is that you got to be on the lookout for um, or how to identify it, you know, because, again, we're exposing the narcissist is they volunteer for everything. So in the world, they're like, oh, my gosh, this person's so nice. This person, you know, volunteers, you know, at the homeless shelter. This person does this, you know, no, like, listen, their 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 heart posture and their motives is so wicked. And I'm not saying because you volunteer, you're wicked. No, I'm saying that their alternative motive is pure and evil. It's it's a uh, they volunteer for everything in order to to gain control they will work hard and, and and all sorts of things take you know all that stuff but it's never pure it is just to get that control it's to get that leadership um position to to take literally um to have dominance over over that area or over that person because again they have to be the top because they are they are it's just pride you know um another thing is they lie when i tell you that jezebel is a liar when i tell you that it's a pathological liar like literally you will you can say hey the sky is blue and they will argue and say it's green until you bow down and you you say okay i guess the sky is blue you know because you just get sick and tired of being you know just arguing with this person um you know what i'm saying but um 
again, they lie about everything. They will lie just to, because the thing is about a narcissist and the thing about Jezebel is they need um, human fuel. Okay, I'm going to get into this with another episode, but human fuel. So if you ever look back, like these narcissists are pathological liars and they're also cheaters, okay? Um, not all of them are in a sexual cheating way, but emotional cheating way, um, you know, just because they need human fuel. Their ultimate goal as a narcissist, see, you have something that they want, okay? It could be empathy. It's not always about looks, okay? A lot of people think a narcissist is like, oh, they take, you know, a lot of selfies and they, they love themselves and, and this and that. And not in all cases, okay? Sometimes they just want what you have inside, which is like empathy. You got that bright light. You got that that positivity, that, you know, that, that overflow of love and stuff. And they want that because it's stripped from them, literally. Now, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you're dealing with a narcissist, um, the one thing is, is like they come from trauma, okay? So does an empath, okay? They both come from severe trauma, generationally, um, childhood, all that stuff. But listen, this is not an excuse to tolerate abuse. Narcissists have a choice and they made their choice, okay? And this is what happens when you have these doors open and you allow these spirits to get in. Jezebel will trick you to have so much pride that they won't even think that they, that they need deliverance. That's what I'm saying. And, they, and then they won't repent. This is when God turns you over to a retrobate mind um, because they're just so prideful. Again, you're not only dealing with Jezebel when you're dealing with Jezebel it's usually linked up with Leviathan so you got the whole like kingdom of darkness inside of you so those are the demonic forces operating this person again we don't fight against flesh and blood right we fight against spirits and high principalities all that stuff wicked spirits so it's not the person, but in reality, you still cannot tolerate abuse. You know, bad company corrupts good character. You you can't. You have to. You have to cut these people off. When I tell you they are pure evil, they are evil. And I'm not coming from like a hateful heart. And oh, there's there's no saving grace for them and stuff like that. Look, God is God, and you know, um, they would have to repent and seek full deliverance. But until they do that, and you actually, you know what I'm saying, you have to cut the ties because again, when when I say that the narc is Satan's version of love. Um, that's what it is okay it is, it is there to steal kill and destroy as I always break this down it's the what it's the weapon that is formed to intercept you the Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper period you stand on that right but um, but if you didn't if you have no biblical background no nothing you know what I'm saying technically it's the weapon that is formed to intercept you it's it's to, it's a principality to rob you of your identity because a lot of us like in my situation I had no foundation in Christ like I knew God existed but I knew nothing about a relationship and this came right before I'm walking into my kingdom marriage right before I'm walking into my kingdom destiny you know what I'm saying so again it was the weapon that is formed um, to intercept you it is the principality to rob you of your identity I didn't know my identity in Christ. I didn't even know how to go even go about that. All right. So again, um, going back to the lies, they are pathological liars. It's just they they need that fuel. You know, they they lie to get to get that attention. I mean, that's what it is. They need attention. They they need that fuel for survival because they are empty. They're empty inside, like completely. They're like an empty shell. Again, this is not being mean. I'm not saying like just like being mean about this but this is just reality and you will understand if you have been um with a narcissist because when i tell you this thing is deadly and so painful it is again this is only you're only targeted because there's something so great inside of you um so anyways they will lie they will lie about everything um it's just it's crazy it's how their brain is psychologically wired um you know but again and then another thing is um they will do the silent treatment silent treatment because have you ever like had somebody ignore you and then you're like oh my gosh did i do something wrong um did i did i you know what i'm saying then you get into shame you get into oh my god maybe maybe i was too much or maybe i wasn't enough or maybe i didn't look good or may, you know what i'm saying so then you start speaking these words and, and coming into an agreement with these thoughts and, and that's nothing but the devil you know what i'm saying because the bible says life and death are in the power of your tongue okay so if you're like oh my gosh i i i messed up or or um I didn't, you know, do something for you. Just getting all this shame, and then you get in this anxiety, and then again, these spirits come in grouping. So now you got depression. Now you got anxiety. Now you got fear. When in reality, it's just a control thing. So they do a silent treatment, and um, so also another thing is with the silent treatment is they 
when you don't agree with them, they're going to silence you because they want, they're just going to isolate you. Because again, you have to agree with everything that they are bringing to the table. You have to agree again, the, the think of like an analogy of this, like they, they think they are God period. Okay. They want to be worshiped. They want to be, you bow down to me. You work for me. You, you know, because listen, another thing is a narcissist looks at you as an object you're not a human. You're an object. You are, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's how they view you. So you have, you have to see that in that lens. Okay. Because again, a lot of people stay stuck in these abusive relationships because they're like, Oh, well maybe, maybe they just have a mental disorder. I feel bad. Especially as people with, with, you know, um, empathy, <laughs> we just, we see the best in people and we're like, Oh, you know, it's my fault. No, listen, they will drag you down. They again. They are there to steal, kill, and destroy. They are, you know. Um, so it, it's not a mental disorder, okay? It is spirit. It's a spiritual thing. That's why I always say this too. If you have been targeted by a narcissist, um, it is spiritual warfare one hundred and one. Like it, I, I'm going to introduce you to spiritual warfare. Um, again, it, you cannot fight this battle. You cannot fight this battle in the natural because it is a spiritual battle. You have to come out of agreement with a lot of things. Again, when you're dealing with Leviathan, it's dealing with the seven um, deadly sins and and so much more. You're dealing with a whole another kingdom, the marine kingdom, the water spirits, the octopus spirit. Awesome, but I will get into that in another episode. Um, so yes, the silent treatment um when you don't agree they will isolate you their ultimate game plan also is to isolate you from your friends your family from everyone because that's what they want they want you alone because especially if you got that like hype energy uh, that hype attitude personality like happy-go-lucky and you get so much attention just to who you are who god made you um they want to shut you down they want to dim that light but i'll tell you right now don't let anybody don't let anybody dim that light we are here to be the light we are here to let people see christ in us okay so you have something so valuable inside of you so you have to um just literally Come out of contact with all of them. Or like literally break the contact. Go no contact. And what I mean, um, no contact, that means block them. Now it's a different situation when you have kids and stuff like that. I will do an episode about that later on. Um, but if you don't have kids with them, I'm telling you, for your own safety, for your own mental health, your own spiritual health, because I believe in the mind, body, and spirit, that it's all in alignment. And if one thing is off, then it's all off. You know what I'm saying? So um, in order for you to stay in alignment and have the right state of mind and get into the mind of Christ and stuff like that and enter into healing, you have to go no contact. Um, now the thing about this is that it's almost like being with a narcissist is like almost like a drug addiction. Okay, pain and emotional, um, emotional, um, how do I say it? Like emotional aspect of it. It targets the same part of the brain, which is the frontal lobe. And if, just look up what the, the characteristic of the frontal lobe, like literally. So it, it's it's a, it's like an addiction. So um, this is why narcissists, especially Jezebel, um, operates in such a, a seductive way. It's so seducing. And like for me, again, my testimony will be on another episode, but mine has watched me for years before I even came in contact with them. So they knew me like a book. They knew my every step. They knew my schedule. They knew everything, right? And so when we first met, I was like, oh my God, yo, this is my soulmate. Like they know me better than me, you know? And again, then they pull you in and it creates that like, cause when you get love bombed and stuff, not saying I want to be praised, but I'm just saying, you know, when you meet that person, they're like, wow, like they, they just vibe with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like in, in like a way that nobody has before. Okay. Um, it's part of the love bombing tactic. So after the love bombing, they pull you in. It's like that euphoria. It's like that high. It's like that drug that's like, wow, like the love bombing. And it creates like these, it releases these hormones and stuff, the happy hormones, the serotonin, the dopamine, all that stuff, you know? And then um, once they pull you in, they got you on that bait. And then it's the discard. Then it's the gaslighting. Then it's like the site, they, see, they, the, especially the covert, the covert narcissist, um, they go in for the slow kill. You don't even realize that you are giving your destiny and your entire life to them. And you're doing it. Okay? Um, this will be revealed when 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 you actually break the ties and, and, and God will start revealing all this stuff to you. This is how I have all this revelation and wisdom and stuff because God gave it to me um, when I when I obeyed and I shut the door um, by his, with his help. Um, but literally, the love bombing and then the trauma bonding and the gaslighting. Gaslighting is like making you question your own reality. Okay, so like for example, like if you saw them kiss somebody right in front of you and then you're like, um, excuse me, 
Like, what did you, oh, no, you, you didn't see that. I didn't do that. Oh, you're just tired. You're just, you know what I'm saying? And then, so the first couple times, you probably let it slide. Like, maybe I just, you know, over-exaggerating or, or overthinking. That's going to happen again. Then they're going to, like, leave. They're gonna, you're going to place your keys. You're going to know they're on the table. You go to the bathroom, you come back, and the keys are gone. You feel like they actually hit it. But they're they're gonna call you crazy. Like, are you okay? Like, you know, like you're misplacing things. Like you, and little do you know, those are little digs. Those are little negative seeds that they're planting in you, and then making you question yourself, making you question reality. And then if you're in this relationship for a long time, I'm telling you, they are psychologically rewiring your brain. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, okay. So then, anyways, going back to um, some more characteristics of this. Um, they criticize everyone. Um, again, if they the idea did not come from them, they will tear it down. Even if it's like a, an amazing idea, right? And it even brings a solution to one of their issues or something. And they will criticize. And they will belittle you and they will tear it down. Um, they will always one-up you. Like you'll be telling a story and... Um, somehow they're just they're literally just gonna one up you like well I did this plus this and again they are a liar so you know if you say hey I got you know I became a doctor I got my degree today I got I got all this stuff they'd be like yeah well I, you know I, I'm a doctor too and, and I see it's like it's almost like see it's another spirit though that also works within that is like the the camouflage spirit you know the one or the uh what is it the chameleon the one that like camouflages itself so if you say you're a doctor they're a doctor if you say that you're an athlete they're like yeah, I was an Olympic athlete. Like, their lives are out of this world. Um, but again, they always one-up you. Or if you are talking about a situation that you have been through or whatever it is, they will say, yeah, I've been through that too. It's always like a compare thing. But again, they're going to have to one-up you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just, again, it's just pride. Um, and then they love to be, they love to control all information. Um, now, this is the thing, like, Especially with like the love bombing stage and stuff, um, they they love bomb you. So then, it, it what happens when you are so loved? What happens? You know, you end up pulling down your walls. Okay, so then you share stuff, and then you like you feel like you can tell your life story to this person. It's a tactic. Okay. I tell you one thing, do not open up right away to people. Test the Spirit. Literally bring everything to Holy Spirit. He will reveal all truth. He will give you that discernment. He will give you the discerning of spirits too. Because I tell you, everything will be used against you. Every vulnerable secret that you have told to the narcissist, it will be used against you. Somehow, in some sick, twisted way, they just use it against you in the most shocking i call it like almost like an element of surprise out of nowhere they will use it against you um again it's also working with leviathan where they will twist everything like um just everything <laughs> um Another thing is, is that they are so pushy sometimes, okay, because they are patient, okay, um, Satan is very, very patient, okay, he wait, he's like a roaring lion, what I like to, like the analogy, it's like a roaring lion doesn't pounce right away, right, doesn't pounce at his prey right away, um, it waits for the right opportunity, so they are patient, but they are pushy though too, they push you to do things, but ripping from you your right to choose or make a decision for yourself, so it makes you feel as though you don't have enough sense to think for yourself. So they're going to pressure you into a lot of stuff and then then they're going to be like it just again It's a psychologically they, they try to psychologically rewire your brain and it's ultimately for you to not think for yourself that you need them So when they do the discard, they're going to also um, or right before the discard They're going to make you like believe that oh you can't leave me because you can't do anything by yourself Or, you, or you're not mature enough to do this. You need me because I'm everything. You know what I'm saying? So um, again, it's a psychological trick um, um, uh, they will, and then another thing is that they sow seeds of discord, they belittle you, and again, it's just to gain control, it's a strategy, they give you half truths, again, it's like dangling the bait, like, I know something you don't know, they, they dangle the bait, you know what I'm saying, it's a half a truth, um, so, 
And it also commands attention. This goes back to them thinking that they are God. They demand your attention. They demand your praise. They demand your worship. Um, now, listen, they're not going to literally say, now bow down and worship me. They're not. It's, it's in the most uh, cunning, conniving way. Um, and like I said, when you are with a covert narcissist, they are extremely, extremely smart. Um, and they're very, like, again, you don't even realize that you're giving out, um, giving your life and your destiny away to these people. Um, slowly but sure. That's why I always say it's like a, it's like it's like a snake that's venomous and it's slowly sucking the poison out of you and you don't even realize until almost it's too late i hate to say this and i know this is a touchy topic but um ultimately when someone's in a relationship with an arc one of them dies like one of them um whether that's a spiritual death or natural death or both um because you you, you can't survive this um it, it's literally again it's satan's version of love um and it is there to kill you um so um, and also another thing is, is if you ever, whew, if you ever um, catch on that you are with a narcissist. Now I have learned this, um, learned the hard way. When I was catching on that it was a narcissist, honestly, I never even knew what that word meant. Um, until it literally popped up on my phone. It says like the narc versus the empath. And I was like, why does this keep popping up later, later on, you know, cause God is always with us. And, that, and that's just uh, his amazing grace and just his amazing love and stuff. And he started, he's actually started pulling me back to situations and stuff. And he's like, that was me. I'll put that on your phone. Um, so if some people think it's like weird or supernatural, it's weird, but look like I'm all about God, I'm about my father's business and how he rescued me. I won't be quiet about it. So, and plus I know, um, this can save somebody else. Again, I just encourage everybody to always share their story because it's somebody else's survival guide you know and there are po there's power in our words and our testimony most definitely you know so anyways um one thing that i have learned is that they are very vengeful people okay the bible says vengeance is mine right so if you have the mind of christ and you are rocking with god you are submitted and knitted onto the one um god says let me fight your battles i got you you know like basically he gave me a word actually the other day and he says you know you suffered at the hand of them now they're gonna have to suffer at the hand of me again this is not to be like uh, I don't know how to say it because I know a lot of people will take this wrong like whoa you just hate this person so much like no like if you only knew and again my testimony will be shared as I go forth and whatnot with other episodes um but when I tell you I was like dead dead um I was but the resurrection power that's living in me brought me back to life you know what I'm saying like glory to God for that but when I tell you that I used to always tell them when I started getting this on my phone like what's a narcissist and I was like oh my god I'm with a narcissist um I actually put I did the subliminal messages on Facebook I would post it and stuff even though I was still with them I would post subliminal messages and then they would call me out and say, oh, what, you call me a narcissist? And I was like, well, I was like, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got some characteristics of that. And they're like, well, I'm just vulnerable. See, and then they, they twist it because they know, like, I'm a very vulnerable person. And they, they twist my characteristics and everything that I have inside and they like kind of like use it against me again. They use everything against you. So whatever you share with them, they will twist it and turn it on you. Um, and or like there was another time later on down the road, I ended up calling them out as a Jezebel. And now they smear campaign my name and said that I was a Jezebel. Now that's another thing. They will smear campaign. Again, they do the flying monkeys too. They study you. They study your family. They study your friends. They study your, hob your, your, your hobbies and everything. And they sow seeds of discord for years. And so when finally the mask falls off and you have that courage to go no contact and all that stuff, people will never believe your story. This is one thing I've also suffered with that like when I was trying to share my story or try to vent, like, oh my gosh, I was screaming for help. You know what I'm saying? Nobody believed me. They thought I was losing my mind. Or they thought, oh, Angel, you're just, you know, uh, I don't know it just doesn't make sense that doesn't sound like that person because again what I say in the beginning they volunteer for everything they're the most charming person to everybody out there so nobody can see it you know what I'm saying um and also another thing is with narcissists they are on a spectrum okay so there are some that have na narcissistic traits um you know what I'm saying and then some are like sociopath they have no remorse um they are turned over to a retrobate mind um they like that they're very very dangerous people and when I tell you they are there to kill again you need to hear me um again this is not magnifying the devil absolutely not again this is just sharing my story my testimony part of my testimony and giving God the glory because it's only by God that I'm still here so anyways 
The Bible says that vengeance is mine. And God says that you suffer at the hand of them. They're about to suffer at the hand of me. God will bring judgment on your enemy, on your enemies. God is a, a justice. He brings justice. He's a, he's a just God. Okay. And what he meant by that, that you suffered at the hand of them. So yes, we made our own decisions. <laughs> you know, I was giving my entire life to this person and I was killing myself again. Little do I know, I was giving him my destiny. I was giving him my life. I was giving him my everything, you know, and I was suffering. So, yes, I made those choices. I do take full responsibility of that. But see, what the devil meant for evil, because, again, the trap of the narc is Satan's version of love. So what the devil meant for evil, God's going to turn off my good. So break it down like this. Evil and live. The devil meant for evil, God's going to turn off for my good. As in, I'm going to live again. Again, that resurrection power, I'm going to get up again. I'm getting my joy back again. I'm getting my empathy back again. I'm getting my life back again because everything was stripped from me. Yes, I did make the decisions. You know what I'm saying? Even though, as I look back, God was always saying, uh, daughter, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He was always there, even when I wasn't submitted and knitted onto him. He was still there. That's just the reckless love of God. So, anyways, the narcissists, they are very, very vengeful. Oof, do they? I mean, when when I tell you that, especially when you close that door, when I tell you get ready for warfare even more intense, because um it's coming. Um it's coming. When I when I when I share my story on another episode and stuff, I will tell you like literally death was at my doorstep through multiple people because of this one person. Um so it's it's not a joke. Again, I don't take this stuff lightly um at all. So it is a form of domestic violence as well. Um but again, so they're very very vengeful. Again, they're never wrong. Um and also, um again, I, I stated before that, you know, if you confront them, get ready to be their worst enemy. It's like the fiercest women. Like when I tell you that they are going to... Another thing with Jezebel, they operate in witchcraft, okay? And they won't they won't say another mistake that I have made. I have called it out. <laughs> because sometimes, like, I get so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I see this thing. So now what do we do? We acknowledge it. We study it. We conquer it. Like, you know, I always told them, I said, hey, I said, you can get deliverance. Like, you know, you're. Uh, I see that you're, you know, in witchcraft. And they, they will never admit to it, honestly. And you're probably looking like you are crazy to them. But the thing is, Jezebel is always after the prophetic people god's true prophets and stuff Ooh, do they target that person like never before that is the ultimate uh one of the spirits that are always after the prophetic people people operating in the gift you know um their callings that god has given them so it's like the fiercest women but anyways um going back to that you got to be very careful because again i learned this the hard way because i was like you're operating witchcraft and i had no um I was not equipped for spiritual warfare, okay? It was basically like I was thrown in the fire and God was teaching me as I was going, as I was still in the situation, okay? Um, thank God, God is omnipresent. He's always there, all seeing, all knowing, all hearing, right? Um, but I used to, when I tell you that the witchcraft and spells are very, very real. Um, witchcraft spells, um, demonic altars. Um, and another thing is also one thing that I have learned though too is... Um, Another thing is, is like, you know, uh, what was I saying? The fiercest feminine. So they also, they destroy your reputation. Because again, you have, you have to realize when you're targeted, you have something that they want. So there was a situation that somebody, I was with, I was with my ex and um, somebody messaged me on my phone. I haven't talked to this person in years. And they're like, hey, like, I'm just going through a tough time. You know, I'm just seeking advice. Would you be able to help me? And I said, yeah. And my ex was like, uh, she's she said it in this way she goes you know she goes you only have so much good left in you stop being there for people now the thing is in a carnal mind in a worldly mindset people would be like oh angel she's just looking out for you she doesn't want you know you can't pour from an empty cup and you know da 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 she's just looking out for you no 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 when you got prophetic ears and when holy spirit brought this back to my remembrance i was like shocked what it meant was that um just saying so you know you only have so much good left in you because that's what they're stealing then i had a dream see god will always confirm holy spirit will always confirm then i had a dream empathy and i asked god i said god um why did you give me the word empathy i have empathy like that is my one of my biggest like my, my biggest heart my heart is so pure i would even love the devil Whew, that's another topic though right okay 
but the enemy again is stealing your empathy so what does it do it literally tears you down again steal kill and destroy it makes you so tired another thing is that they 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 operate at the nighttime especially leviathan leviathan is the marine kingdom leviathan um operates in the hours between like three in the morning and like just the night hour actually anytime after midnight i'm just gonna say after midnight so this was always happen always at midnight i would be like sleeping i wake up because i hear my phone i'd have like so many text messages everything and they would like come up with a problem now listen i understand that some people sometimes when it's night and everybody goes to sleep now their mind their mind is loud so they need a safe place i get that and i am totally there for people 100 percent, you know um but listen you have to understand this is where your discernment has to kick in because they want to sleep deprive you when you don't get eight hours of sleep when you don't get all that and i know people normal people we don't we don't always get eight hours you know um but literally when your body does not get sleep your brain starts to shut down then you get into survival mode then you're just kind of like burned out you're on a plateau you're you're like just surviving you're just pushing through but then you have to know that when you are so low and so tired your emotions are off your 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 everything is off balance your emotions your mind your body your spirit you're all discombobulated and as i said before dysfunction distorts your discernment so when you're tired that's when they come in for the kill you know they will always start a fight and again they need fuel okay they do this thing that's called reactive abuse where they again they get you so tired and you're tired you know when you're tired so i i ain't lying you sometimes you cranky okay you just you're tired it's like a temper tantrum okay so then what happens they're gonna poke 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 and they're gonna say you're not giving me enough attention I, I i tried to vent to you but but you turned me away but you're there for everybody else you're there on social media loving everybody else but you can't be there for me so again all your all your good qualities they're gonna turn it against you always but they're always gonna start a fight and they need reactive abuse so then when you're so tired and you're so beat down because you're that people pleaser because you want to please them because you want to love them and you don't want to turn them away and stuff i'm telling you that they go in for the kill um and then they use that when you come out of character because you're so tired you're so frustrated you can't take anymore then you get pulled out of character you know that's not your character you're not an angry person all of a sudden you are full of rage you're full of anger you're you know what i'm saying then they turn around and say oh my gosh like what who and they they take those that out of character moment and they spread it to the smear campaign you may be even texting him all these mean things and stuff that's not your character it is a tactic so then they take those text messages and sometimes i've seen i've seen this happen so many times in other people um situations stuff that the cops would be called and then the victim would get blamed you know what I'm saying? It's a tactic because then you get pulled out of character. So then everything is on text message that's used against you. But it's called reactive abuse. And it gets to a point where they psychologically, again, it's after the mind. They psychologically destroy your mind. And then you're like, and then what happens when you when you're when you come down off of that that fight? Then what do you do? You get into shame. And so then what are you going to do? You're going to bow down and love the narcissist. You're like, I'm so sorry. I was just so tired. Let me just love you. Let me take care of you. Let me make you dinner. Let me just love on you. Let me, you know what I'm saying? That's what they want. They they need that fuel, whether it's good, good or bad. They need it. They need fuel, human fuel. Okay. And another thing is, is you have to know that they, they want your characteristics. And so what they're doing, what I say when they're, they're, they're taking your characteristics, it's the craziest thing, um, but it's real, is that they end up becoming you. Okay. They take because they don't have it. They want it. And again, you're an object. So they take your empathy. They take your person. Again, remember I told you, they study you, okay? They study your, your facial expressions. They study what you like, what you don't like, your hobbies, how you talk to people, um, how you are in different situations, how you handle stuff, how you think. I mean, 2AT, okay? And so they take your personality. And while they take your personality and you're drained, like there was a couple times I would post pictures too, I ended up looking like a freaking dead zombie, like straight up. Okay, and this was this was not normal for Angel. Okay, um, but I ended up looking so sick, and I ended up getting sick too. I always used to be, I'd be so sick that I would be down and out for three days with body aches, and because I just gave my everything, no matter what. I I never. Me personally, I didn't know ever how to um, put myself first. Okay, I, I couldn't eat, like I just people always have it worse let me take care of them it was almost like a savior mentality which i had to get delivered from because it's people pleasing and stuff like that's not healthy so empathy without boundaries is soul destruction okay um so anyways they um
So they, they will ultimately destroy you. And... So that just got cut off, so I apologize. So I will finish it out. So anyways, empathy without boundaries is soul destruction. As in, like, look, like I know a lot of us have empathy and we always see the best in people. And that's great. That's a great characteristic to have. Like, most definitely. We need a lot of people like that, right? But literally, when you don't have boundaries, especially the narcissist, they will take full advantage of that. They want that. You know what I'm saying? Again, they want you to bow down to them. So you have to have boundaries. So when you cut the narcissist off and you enter into your season of healing, because just know healing, wholeness, and freedom is your portion, but you do have to be intentional about it. So God will put you through a season of the wilderness, okay? And that's okay. So I always like to break it down like this. Isolation to elevation. Elevation requires elimination. Yes, the narcissist wants to isolate you for evil intentions, evil purposes, but listen, God is going to isolate you for a season. And it says in Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a season for everything. So when you, you partner with Holy Spirit, when you surrender your life, you know, with Jesus, you surrender to him, you know, he's going to pull you into these seasons. And it's to do, um, I think it's like Psalms 51, create a clean heart, renew a right spirit in me. Look, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you by any means. Um, again, you were targeted because there's something so valuable inside of you. Okay. But God has to, he has to um, have access to your heart. A lot of the times we are attracting these narcissists and stuff because um, honestly we have um, unhealed trauma, unhealed wounds. We were born in a survival system, a survival mode, a poverty mindset, all this other stuff, generational stuff. We've been born, we've been born into um, just these these cycles, you know, um, survival mode, all that stuff. So you have to come out of agreement. You have to break all that, and you can only do that with Christ. Though, again, I can do all things with Christ who helps me, who strengthens me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, greater is He that is in me than He is of the world. You have to partner with Holy Spirit to bring kingdom results. Okay, so now listen. Empathy without boundaries is soul destruction. You have to have boundaries. Um, another thing is when I was talking about that they are stealing your identity, and that's their ultimate plan. Um, again. It's the principality that tries to rob you of you of your identity so um when i tell you that they are slowly taking characteristics of you and taking your personality take they're becoming you and you are becoming them because their ultimate goal is for you to become them um they, they for they want to make you the narcissist they you know what i'm saying so while they're stealing your stuff you are becoming them again the reactive abuse you're you're, you're angry you're this and that you know what i'm saying you're taking on their characteristics it's it's like it's like Again, it's just stealing identity. I really don't know how else to explain it. But again, if you've been in the situation, you'll understand. And so what they do when they steal your empathy, they steal your personality, they, they study you, they know all your characteristics, all the good stuff. You know, again, when I when I tell you that they need human fuel and they, they're um, cheaters and all that stuff, when they get all that out of you, when I, when I mentioned that I end up looking like a zombie and I was super sick, they end up glowing. So again, when you try and like vent and stuff, people think that you're the crazy one because you're the one that's looking sick and they're glowing. They're, they're literally look like a little glow bug, right? Um, but anyways, they are taking everything out of you and becoming you and while they're going to go get their other prey, okay? So again, what does a lion do? It studies its prey and then it pounces. So when I say it pounces, it goes after the person and and they're going to go love bomb the next person. And little do they know that that next victim is actually falling in love with you. And then that's how they pull you and they love bomb you. And then again, what happens? It's another cycle. And then their mask falls off. Okay. So they're taking. So in reality, it's like they're falling in love with you. All right. But again, um, God gave me this cool little quote. He says, let go and glow. So when you shut that door, when you have that courage and you partner with the Holy Spirit to bring those kingdom results, you will end up getting your strength back. You will end up getting your life back. Again, that evil slash live, same amount of letters, rearrange the letters, two different meanings with the devil meant for evil. God's going to turn around for your good. So just know and trust God. Okay. God did not send the narcissist. Again, it is Satan's version of love. As I stated before, that this happened right before. Before I knew my identity in Christ, it was it was a weapon that was formed to intercept me. It was an identity, or it was a principality trying to rob me of my identity. Okay, so you have to know that it's Satan's version of love versus God's love. Hence, I'm I'm going to talk about in another episode that um, the Leviathan and Jezebel they work together. Leviathan is the seven deadly sins. Verse. 
What we should be walking in is Isaiah 11, 2, the seven spirits of God, wisdom, counsel, grace, uh, mercy, fear of the Lord, spirit of the Lord, you know, all that stuff, the seven spirits of God. So again, it's like kingdom of darkness versus kingdom of light. That's what I mentioned. That's what I meant when I said we are in a war. We are in a spiritual war, but you cannot fight this battle um, in the natural because it is spiritual warfare. Okay. And now going back to... Um, Going back to witchcraft, listen, when you are dealing with a narcissist, they want to give you gifts. A part is the love bombing. It's part of, you know, all that stuff. But listen, these gifts are cursed. When you break and you go no contact, you have to throw them out. Don't donate them because they have spirits on them. They have spells on them. Now, not my ex, but one of my friends, before I got involved um, in a relationship with a narcissist, I had a friend that was a narcissist, covert as well. This was before I really even knew anything about God. This was my spiritual awakening. This would be on another episode. Well, he gave me a flash drive, and it was just pictures of me playing softball, just like gathering stuff like that, you know? And uh, this may sound really crazy, but it's part of my story. So I brought it inside my house, and my dog, like all of a sudden, like he's acting weird. I'm like, CJ, like, what's up, bud? Like, you want to treat? You want to go outside? Want to go for a run? Like, he's just acting weird for a week. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't even with Jesus at this time, okay? And I heard this little small voice saying, go throw out that flash drive. And I'm like, what? Um... And I tell you, so I did. I threw it in the trash can. As soon as I came back inside, my dog was like running laps. Like he was so, so happy. Okay, and on that flash drive, um, on my I caught it. And there was um, like this picture and it was like something like love spell, um, all that stuff. And I did confront my friend on this. I was like, what is that? He goes, oh, well, you know, um, I just thought it was cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, but I thought nothing of it, okay? After that, I ended up turning into spiritual awakening. I had dreams. I had sleep paralysis. I had all this stuff. It was it was just wicked, wicked, okay? And come to find out that these same spirits, um, it was like the covert narcissist or the Jezebel, the witchcraft, all that stuff. But then when I got into a relationship, the one that I was just talking with uh, about my first podcast and the characteristics of Jezebel, so these spirits were seven times stronger. But again, that will be in later episodes, okay? Um, but anyways, these gifts that you were given, whether it's clothes, cards, rings, um, anything, it has to be thrown out. You cannot donate it. It has spirits. There's monitoring spirits they put on there. They have um, anything. It's, it's nothing but witchcraft. Okay, so you do have to throw that stuff out. Um, and then also another thing, another characteristic um, I want to talk about is the mocking spirit. Okay, it's dark humor. Um, now the thing is, is like this happened quite often with me and I, I told the per I told my ex, I was like, Hey, I was like, cause it was always like repeating me. Sometimes that could be cute. Ha ha. You think that person's cute, you know, and whatever. But like, I literally, I felt it in my spirit and it was like, something was just off. I was like, can you please stop doing that? Like, I don't like that. But they were in a joking matter. Again, dark humor. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a mocking spirit. So anything I would say, they would literally mock me. Anything that I would do, they would literally mock me. Now, sometimes I get it the flirtatious way. I'm all about jokes. I'm all about humor. I love to laugh. I think laughing is so good for your soul. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like I'm dry humor and, and, and too hard-headed and closed. Like, no, like I love to laugh. Like, please make me laugh. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's a mocking spirit that Jezebel um, operates in. Or just in general, there are people out there there that have the mocking spirit okay it's dark humor or they will say like little jokes that you don't even realize it you know but they'll be like man you were nothing you were nothing before I met you you know what I'm saying um and then we laugh like subconsciously like uh, some some of that stuff was said to me and I'd laugh and be like yeah like you know and just think it's a joke but no there's a hidden agenda they're literally <laughs> It's just, it's crazy how they work and it's nothing but evil. I, and I, I hate to say this, but like, it's the truth. When I tell you that they're just prideful and they're empty shells, that's what they are. Because listen, I don't show mercy to witches and what I have gone through and what God has rescued me from. Like I have zero tolerance for abuse. I have zero tolerance for any of this stuff. Again, I don't hate the person. We don't fight against flesh and blood. And I tell you right now, like I, I love, I have nothing but love for people. And I'm thankful that God has given me a heart just to forgive and let go. Now that's a process because you know, the memory bank is a monster, okay? But God is able to recreate those neural pathways. God is able to give amnesia to the memory bank. He is because he has done it for me. So I know if he can do it for me, he can do it for you because there's no respect to your person, okay? But do you believe? So again, it's activating that faith and going into that, that wilderness, going into that healing process, giving access to Jesus to begin your healing. Because again, healing, wholeness, and freedom is your portion, right? 
Okay, so again, and then they operate in nothing but strife and chaos, a reactive abuse, backbiting, all that stuff. Again, they need human fuel, whether it's good or whether it's bad. They're gonna take that fuel from it because they need that to survive. They're empty, so they they it's 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 worse than you know how like I know a lot of people have been like, oh that's man, I'm tired after I've been around that person. That's like a, a energy vampire kind of person. These Jezebel spirits, they're way more wicked than that. Okay. Um, and so, and again, the, the, the sad part is, is that they, this Jezebel spirit, and also when it's tangled with the Leviathan spirit, they are so prideful that they, again, they can't look within. As I said before, they are never wrong. They are never wrong. So it's always somebody else's fault. So they can't look within. They can't change. You can, you can literally place it on the table and show them like, hey, this is, make it clear as day. It don't matter. And so because of that, because of that pride, they won't repent. So what happens when you don't repent? God is always knocking at the door of the heart. God is like, hello, like, come to me. Like, I know you because you're this way because of trauma. And some of that stuff is generationally. Some stuff that you had to suffer wasn't even your fault. But again, they have a choice because we have free will. Again, you know, um, I always preach on this too. Like, you know, God doesn't send people to hell. Okay, your choices do. And I'm not saying like to be cold hearted. I understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just said it early in the last podcast that my heart is so pure that I even love the devil. Quite literally. You know, again, I'm going to show, I'm going to preach or uh, share my story in another episode. But like there was a couple times that I heard lyrics when I went to a doctor's office and said, this is you're sitting with the devil. Okay, I've seen the eyes turn black. I have seen them manifest. I have, you know what I'm saying? So listen, like this is a very touchy topic. Um, my other topics are going to be, I'm going to say, there's going to be trigger warnings again, because I, I promise God, as I go forth, I'll be full, and, uh, just transparent completely. And I am open for questions again, back in my last podcast in the beginning to lay down that foundation. I will not tolerate any abuse though. I will not tolerate any negativity. You guys can reach out to me anytime um, via Facebook or um, just a way. I'll, I'll leave my email out there and stuff. So there's ways to get in contact with me. If you don't feel like commenting or want to be like exposed publicly, that's okay. Like I'm all about a safe, you know, creating a safe place, a safe haven. And I want you all to know that you guys are warriors, okay? I want you to know that your emotions do matter. Your emotions are validated. Listen, when you go through this specific topic, this type of abuse, I'm I'm telling you, I went through a suicide um, a couple times. I want I, I wanted to commit suicide. I attempted suicide. The battle depression. The I mean, you name it. I have gone through it because of this. Okay, again, it's 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 not just one spirit, but a, usually a narcissist. You, it's, it's to identify the Jezebel, but they do come with like, I'm talking like legions of demons, okay? And they're very hidden, okay? It's very sneaky, but God will give you discernment. But I want you to know that you have a warrior inside of you and I'm calling it forth, okay? I am hugging your hand and holding, or I'm hugging your heart and holding your hand in the spirit, okay? There's no distance in the spirit. Um, and I'm here. And I, like I said in the beginning, I know not everybody's a believer. That's okay. You know, um, I respect that, okay? But me personally, this is my podcast. I am I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. You know, so again, I'm going to be coming from a biblical perspective, spiritual aspect of a spiritual warfare. I will be leaving prayers. Um, you know, when I post this prayers and whatever, um, like I said, this is a safe haven place. Um, and I just, again, like I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you and I love you. And just know that you're not alone. Like I love you so much, but you have no idea how much Jesus loves you. His reckless love. He will leave that 99 for the one he's done it for me so he can do it for you. All right, y'all. Like, I love you. Be blessed.